The words we heard from Jesus this morning weren't the nicest ones. He wasn't there to praise the people. He was actually telling them how wrong they were. He went to the scribes and Pharisees and told them they were all robes and titles and fringes and phylacteries, and they seemingly have forgotten the heart of the law, the heart of God, what the job is actually supposed to be. Or as we say down here, they're all hat, no cattle. They look like a lot, but they don't mean it. They don't live it. They aren't it. They're hypocrites, is what he said. Problem is, a lot of us are wearing big hats, aren't we? When you ask the American public in general, most Americans will tell you that they attend church regularly. But when you take off that big hat, well, they don't. Most Americans will tell you that they regularly give to charity a lot. But when you take off that big hat and you look in there, they don't. And most Americans will tell you that they are patriots and responsible citizens. Well, let's give that a try. Let's look into that hat again. Let me ask you a simple question. Who of y'all is going to vote on Tuesday? Who's going to go vote? Or who already did? Ah, half. Fair enough. Not most, actually. It's below half. You know, those things are rough. Going to church, giving generously, being responsible, doing your share. Those are hard things to do. And we shy away from responsibility a lot of times. We just like looking good. I don't deserve that hat, and it doesn't go with the robe. That's a stylistic problem. But I don't deserve it because I don't work with cows. I don't even ride horses. When I need a horse, I need to ask the Lutheran church down, down the road to get a horse for our parade here. I don't do cattle, livestock. But then again, I love to tell that story about my agricultural roots. My, my grandparents, my paternal grandparents, used to have a, um, well, a nursery, I guess is what you call it. Um, no, actually, it could be a farm. You could call it a farm. They raised veggies and flowers and sold them at the market. They really did good. The thing closed down before I could work there, so, but they did. It's my family story. And I could even tell you that we raise our own veggies in our own garden. We harvest twice a year. That sounds big, right? I deserve that hat almost. But then it's really just a high bed about this size here. But there are some fruits and veggies in there sometimes. So no, I'm not the guy that deserves this hat. But I wear it for rodeos to watch them, right? So yeah, we like to make a big show of who we are and what we need to look like and what we think of ourselves and we want others to think about us. But when it comes to going to church, giving regularly, and being a responsible citizen, there are all kinds of excuses. 
I've heard them all, I've probably said them all. My vote doesn't make a difference. And there's so much abuse in charity, they're just working in their own pockets. You can't trust anybody anymore. Or, I don't go to church because they're all full of hypocrites. They don't practice what they preach. Actually, all those are kind of interesting because they sound like that one argument that sounds really ridiculous when you say it. It's like, I don't go to the gym because so much people are out of shape. All these out of shape people, I can't stand seeing them there. If that keeps you from the gym, that's a problem. You still got to step up your game. Jesus clearly hits the Pharisees and scribes hard. He tells them, you're wearing your fancy hats and you don't even know what you're talking about and you don't really care. You're hypocrites, he says. But then the consequence of that is not to stay away from them. Jesus still says that we clearly should and could not do without them. We need our leaders, we need our educators, we need our communities of learning. Jesus clearly says, you're hypocrites, but Jesus also clearly says, the scribes and the Pharisees sit on Moses' seat. Therefore, do whatever they teach you and follow it, but do not do as they do, for they do not practice what they preach. So yeah, you've got to do your own action. You can't follow their example, but you still got to listen to your teachers. And that's not just for kids. You still got to work with your leaders, your church council members, for our church, because they have the education, they have the experience, they have the judgment, they deserve the trust that we put on them. Because back in Jesus' day, and probably to the same extent in our day and age, it's really hard to get good information. It's really hard. Back in Jesus' day, the only way of gathering information was hearsay in the village, or whatever the family has always taught you, or maybe what you could learn from your religious authorities, but that was about it. That was all access to information that you had. And in our day and age, it's even, well, probably about just as hard, because we have to employ a lot of more critical thinking these days. We can hear and read so many words. You can listen to TV, radio, read all the internet all day long, and you get many words, but not necessarily a whole lot of insight. Data don't make information. Your thinking turns data into information. And we don't have too much thinking in the world. We have too few thoughts, a lot of words, not a whole lot of thinking. We have very many opinions. People are passionate about one thing or another. They have feelings about one thing or another. But can we form smart opinions from there? And those opinions, they usually have little context. I just feel that way. I want that to be that way may not fit into the world or anything else, but I feel that way. It's so hard to get good information, so it helps 
to involve people and not just make up your own things, to not just read for yourselves but be connected with others that think and talk and want to share and argue and grow together. We have too little thinking. We have too little thinking because we're just like Pharisees and scribes that find something that they like, put on that big hat, and claim it loud and proud because that's what I just heard, so it must be true, so I'm telling you. No. When you look in that hat, ethical, moral, political questions, they're hugely complicated. They just are. They always have been, and they can't be resolved in a tweet. What we need is a community that is intentional about learning. We've got to be willing to expose one another in our thinking and understanding and learning. And none of that is easy. Religion is not easy. Politics is not easy. How to live your life is not easy. Never has been. Just because communicating has been easier, we can just shoot out your message and your opinion without everybody able to check it. It's so easy to look for the easy answers. And it's so tempting to check the box of, I understood that thing, I figured that one out. There's that one famous story of George Buttrick, famous preacher from back in the day. And he was on an airplane once, had his legal pad on his lap, back in the old days, right? And he was scribbling hard on there. And he was working on his Sunday sermon. You'll find me in the most odd places, scribbling on my sermon on Sunday. So on that airplane right next to Buttrick, there was a man. And he said, say, what are you working on there? Oh, well, um, I'm working on my sermon for Sunday. I'm a pastor. i got to preach something there. Ah, oh, the other man said, well, I don't like to get, up in the, get caught up in the complexities of religion. You know, I like to keep it simple. You know, I really like the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have, as you would have them do unto you. That's my religion. That's all I need to know about that. Uh-huh, Reverend Buttrick replied. And what do you do for a living? Well, I'm an astronomer. I teach astrophysics at the university. Oh, Impressive, Patrick said. You know, I don't like to get caught up in the complexities of science. As far as astronomy goes, twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder what you are. That's really all I need to know about that. Who wants to get caught up in all the hard stuff? I got my little understanding of a little bit of everything, right? I don't need to worry about details. Oh, yes, you do. Because every, everybody's life is affected by everybody's knowledge. The church needs to be a house of learning. And we need to be the ones that don't just blurt out opinions and feelings that are not just the Pharisees and scribes, but that actually know what they're talking about. So we can walk the talk because we know what to talk about. In religion and so many other fields, it's so easy to be all hat 
look flashy and shiny, but don't have any cattle, like me and my fake veggie garden there. Christians like to display those big religious symbols, right? A two-pound cross around your neck, those huge crosses along the highway for everybody to see, a bumper sticker that tells you Jesus is the answer, even though you don't even know what the question was. Yeah, typically drivers like that are not interested in people and their concerns. They're interested in projecting their own self-image. See, I'm the good Christian. Look at me. I got a bumper sticker that says Jesus on it. Let's not pretend life were easy. It never was. But let us stay engaged. Let us stay engaged in church, in charity, and as citizens. It's hard. Let's do the hard work. God blesses us in that. Amen.